Earlier this month, I had the honor of attending Isabel McLean's funeral service. Now, I never had the privilege of meeting Isabel myself, but at that service and afterward at the reception, I learned from all of you as I witnessed you remembering her. I learned from you about Isabel, this woman of such tremendous energy and life. Isabel McLean, who had been for so many years, as I am told, such a well-respected, well-loved, and well-feared <laughs> member of Glenview Presbyterian Church that, that did not fail to get a laugh at the 9 a.m. service either. I learned from you all, for example, about such things as her, her faithful involvement in the yearly Christmas bake sale, which was held just yesterday. And I must say that if the samples I tested are any indication, Isabel has left behind a powerful legacy, because that was some very good gingerbread cookie. And from the impression that I got, from witnessing that celebration of life and from listening to all of your stories, it seemed to me that this Isabel must have been what I think of as one of those royal people. That those around her must have referred to Isabel as the queen. Not because she sat on a throne, not because she wore a crown, and boss people around, although maybe she bossed people around, I don't know. But as is evident in what I've witnessed, Isabel was the queen because she lived out the love of Christ in her life. And because people recognized that and responded with love. In this way, I think of Isabel as a leader. Now, Jeremiah refers to the leaders of the earth as shepherds. And in Jeremiah, it is clear that there are good shepherds and it is clear that there are bad shepherds. Isabel was certainly a good shepherd. And I'd like to tell you about another good shepherd that I knew. About two years ago, I had a similar experience to the celebration of life that I, I attended for Isabel. This was a funeral for a member of my home church in London, Ontario. Her name was Ginny, and though I could be wrong, I imagine that Ginny and Isabel were very much, or would very much, have been kindred spirits if they had known each other. Because the way that Ginny's family and friends and fellow churchgoers celebrated her life was very similar to what I witnessed here at Glenview. Now, like Isabel, Ginny was a very impressive lady. Ginny had fostered three generations of her family in that church. She had served as an elder. She had been master of the church organ for almost 30 years. And she was at the helm every Sunday in the kitchen, which she ruled with an iron spatula, you can be sure. And despite an occasional temper, 
and a rather wicked sense of humor, Ginny truly was an extraordinarily generous, kind, and wise person. For example, I don't remember a single Sunday for as long as I knew Ginny that she wasn't sending me home with bags of assorted cookies, plates of sandwiches, or once uh, half a watermelon. You know, whatever was taking up space in the fridge. Byron needs to eat. Give it to him, right? I was very appreciative of that. And Ginny was one of the first people who affirmed my call to the ministry, who made me feel that what I felt, my calling from God, was true. Ginny shepherded me. Suffice it to say, over the years, Ginny had developed a strong sense of her place in her church and of her role as a shepherd of the congregation. In many ways, that church was Ginny's church. But when a young minister, fresh out of seminary, came along and was called into Ginny's church, and when that minister came and started to make changes, and as that change began to attract new people, young families to the church, as things began to look different at Ginny's church, as unfamiliar faces and unusual practices began creeping into the worship service, some members of the congregation started to get a bit nervous. And they started to grumble that this new minister wasn't working out. And they said this for fear of losing their church as they knew it. They ignored a fruitful ministry. They refused to see the love of Christ in that minister's work. Acting at that time, as these people were, acting as bad shepherds. But Ginny did recognize the potential of this young minister. And she was adamant in her support of him. From her middle seat, right in the back of the sanctuary every Sunday, she would look at this minister with an approving, humorous look in her eye. And even though it would mean changing a great deal of what Ginny had known for nearly 70 years, she knew that this was the right thing to do. Ginny didn't bat an eyelash. She welcomed the change that came. And when Ginny passed away, that young minister conducted her funeral service by direct request from Ginny. And you could feel it in the air at that service. And you could see it in the faces of Ginny's family and friends, in their tears and in their laughter, as they remembered Ginny with the minister. There was a sense of succession that day, because Ginny had known the love of Christ, and she recognized it in this young minister. In his passion for ministry, she recognized him for who he was, a brother in Christ. And Ginny's family and her friends and the congregation of the church, they saw that and they trusted him for that because he earned Ginny's trust. He earned the trust of the queen. Now, good shepherds are few and far between. And yes, I realize that rhymes. Um, 
I just said queen. Maybe I only re- recognize that, but when I was reading it this morning, I read, he earned the trust of the queen. Good shepherds are few and far between. And maybe I should change that, but I didn't. But I guess no one noticed, so that's okay. Good shepherds are few and far between, or sometimes it feels like that. And in Jeremiah, God reminds his people that there are shepherds who shepherd God's people who have scattered the flock, who have driven them away, who have not attended to the flock. So when someone who is a great light for so many people passes away, leaving behind doubtful friends and family and bad shepherds, it can be easy to lose hope, to think that no one as good will ever succeed them. When someone like Ginny or Isabel passes away, it feels to me like something vital has been lost. But luckily, God also promises that there will be others, that he will raise up shepherds over his people who will shepherd them properly. And the people shall not fear, they shall not be dismayed, not one shall be lost, and the people shall be fruitful and multiply. As it says in Jeremiah, the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. And much like the promised succession of David, God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, ensures that trustworthy people, good shepherds, are being raised up even now. And these good shepherds are raised on the lesson and example of Jesus Christ, and specifically in the scene of his crucifixion, which we read this morning from Luke chapter 23. When they went to the place called the skull, and they crucified Jesus, And from the agony of the cross, Jesus begged God to forgive his torturers. And then, when a criminal condemned to death for his crimes repents of his sins and asks Jesus to remember him, when Jesus goes to God's kingdom, Jesus assures the man that he himself will be there with him. Even as the good king is emptying himself fully for the world, he stops and empties himself just a little bit more to comfort a fellow sufferer. Ginny saw the potential in the change that so many others feared in her church. She saw the love of Christ at work in that minister and in her church a love she recognized from the gospel story. And she refused to let others deny that. Like a true shepherd after the example of Jesus Christ, she emptied her, excuse me, she emptied herself of any desire for possession of her church and the congregation. Never mind the years she spent to build the church up. Ginny disregarded herself for the sake of her church. 
People like Ginny and people like Isabel are good shepherds who further the kingdom of God. They have lived lives of honest faith. They have learned from the cross of Christ. And to my mind, they have become royalty. So let's learn from their example. And like Ginny and Isabel, let's remember Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, and learn from his example to be good shepherds. Please join me in a prayer. Let us pray. Loving God, your Son Jesus Christ is the King of Kings, royalty of royalty. And yet he sacrificed his life and his dignity so that we would not be denied passage into your kingdom. We thank you for this love, and we pray that we may learn to be self-giving shepherds, as Christ taught us from the cross, and as people like Ginny and Isabel, and Isabel reminded us in their Christ-like love and service to their fellow people. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.